Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels and interesting sounds from around the world. Expect anything from Indonesian throat singing to cumbia, psychedelic rock to digidub, disco to hip-hop and anything else in between. You can listen to a new episode on iTunes, Mixcloud or wherever you get your podcasts every Monday. Hosted by me, Gareth May. And me, Anthony Jammers. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome again to another episode of the Independent Music Podcast. That opening track was the sounds of Kev Lacat. The track is called Brand New Brand New Old Sound and it's a demo that he chucked up on his SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com forward slash Kev Lacat. And yeah, are you going to ask, what about, who is this person? No, that was great. I've, I've heard it, I mean, I've, I know it's Kev Lacat. Who is Kev Lacat, Gareth? Um, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. He's the uh, proprietor of a label I hadn't heard until this morning called Love Our Records. It's a free download label, which they're very keen to point out they've 
had a lot of attention from the likes of Hugh Stevens and a couple of other people who are reputable and knowledgeable. Well, now they've things. had the attention of the independent music podcast. And they the have one made that it. matters. The now, one that matters. Now they can, now it's sort of like tastemaker bingo. It's finally, <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally yeah. check that. Um, and like trying to find much about them, really difficult. I would would describe myself as an avid Googler, as in someone who can Google and does Google. And I still couldn't find a huge amount. So it was the description on this track was I'm currently making an EP of jams like this more fuzz, more energy, and more. Good. So, and then, as even to terms of we like to say where our labels come from, this one just says music makers from Yorkshire, Manchester, London, New York, Austin, Madrid, Valencia, Honolulu, Seattle, California, Alabama, Paris, Ghana, Canada, Perth. And Melbourne. Well, it just doesn't really mean anything, is it? Cause it no, means Sydney. the world means, and yes, that is how they describe it as worldwide, which is true <laughs> apart from all the places not listed on here. And uh, Kyrgyzstan. Qu- a, a quick look. There is nowhere in Asia on this list. Racists. Well, we've got a slightly different setup here. <laughs> That's right. If things, if songs are slightly different than usual, we've just there's a bit of a boring technical thing. But we've got a different setup here, running directly off our two record decks and laptop. Thing. It means we're recording it more live than we usually yeah. do. We're even more live than ever. So yeah. um, if it sounds a bit a bit uh, all yeah. over the place, well, we're just getting used to it. And it's another episode of the Independent <laughs> Music Podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one from me. It's from Baba Ken Okololo. He's a bassist and band leader, a high-life musician, known from playing with uh, Sunny Addy, Fela Kuti, and everybody else. And, uh, a very solid sort of <laughs> repertoire there. Like this right. is uh, yeah, it's from Mutasuku Records. Um, it's actually a beat. I kind of bought this record more for the other side, which is uh, the track "Brand New Way," which is like a Nigerian funk classic. Um, but I thought I'd check what's on the flip, and as it is with um, Mutasuku, it's all, all good. it's all good. And this is uh, called uh, "Funky People." Thank you. 
Oh, there we go. The track's called Funky People, and funky it is. That is certainly <laughs> true. Funky is the right word to use in that in that in the describing of that seven inch. Yeah, I was happy when I so I listened to it a couple of times, and then I thought I'd uh, look into who it was and all that. And I was pretty happy to hear that the bass player was the band leader because I think it's definitely the most. The thing you hear the, the most in that song, the most, I think, that catches the ear. And that is available on Mutasuka Records. As I said, it is Nick Weston Presents Mixed Grill, Brand New Wayo, Nigerian Afro Funk Boogie Badness. <laughs> Boogie Badness. He always yeah, gets me. Yeah. The side A is Brand New Wayo, um, Gaina Muka Edit, and the B side is Funky People. Also, Nick Weston edit. Very, very nice. Like that label is just absolutely stunning. He, he must DJ quite a lot, Nick Weston. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know how he, we he haven't got him dance. He to plays that. at the Bussy Building uh, as a Soul Train resident in Peckham, in London, South East London. I know that, and uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Maybe we could uh, I'll have to book him. Yeah, that's it. Well, <laughs> you are a man involved in live music in London, yeah. so that would make sense. <laughs> but yeah. Th- I've- yeah, I don't know when did that one come out. I kind of lose my time. I picked it up at the independent music, uh, independent music, the independent label fair, yeah. um, but I couldn't tell you when it came out. Ah, so probably relatively recently. I just seem to remember like when we were doing one of our big orders of Mukasuku records. It was on that. It's like ah, oh, brand new way because it there was obviously on that compilation uh, called Brand New Wayo. Uh, the Nigerian one that came out on Nigerian uh, Funk and Boogie wasn't Badness. Wasn't Soundway, was it? No, no, it's none of those. It's a label that I only have it from that. Ah, so, but on we've a, got it on the shelf here somewhere. Maybe we can find it. We, yeah, can, we well, can find out. I don't think it's actually made its way onto a shelf just yet. It's just somewhere around the house. I see your compilations, but yeah, yeah, you probably can't hear Anthony talking because he's wandered away from the microphone. But essentially, we're stood in my like. House I've just moved into, um, where set up. Fucking found Gareth's records in no time at all. See, I don't know if you can hear that either, but essentially we're stood around loads of records. Comb and Razor Sound Records. Wow, I did not know. I knew it was a label that I've only got that record from it. Actually, recently being reissued that that record. Oh, cool. Yeah, about maybe three weeks ago. So it's probably in shops. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's been selling so well because it's brilliant. (laughs) Brand new way of. What have you got next then, Gareth? Yeah, I have. I have something. So I was. Prepping the podcast this uh, well today primarily because I recorded another radio show the other day and I wanted completely different music and I was planning it and all I was coming across was really weird stuff so maybe this week's going to be a little bit strange for me but it doesn't really get a huge amount more strange than this but in a really good way. This is a record that I just got delivery of when um, we finished recording the podcast about two weeks ago. It's uh, the latest one on Trunk Records one of my favourite record labels and it's by a guy called Alan Jefferson it's this sci-fi odyssey it's essentially a musical this guy from Hall made over six over six years and it's essentially double vinyl four tracks there's no splitting between the tracks so I'm going to just drop us in on side three I, yeah I, it's it's essentially like the the English northern war of the worlds is I think how they describe yeah, it's it. The sort of, it's, it's, I think that's the sort of easiest like one line description to sort of give you. So I'm going to drop us in kind of randomly on the third side and I'll stop it when, well, maybe when I get bored, but which could be never because I absolutely yeah. bloody love this record. Um, so here it is. This is Alan Jefferson. <laughs> Thank you. 
cut it off around about there. That's the sounds of Alan Jefferson. The tr- I think the track, though, the, the segment of that, what do they call that in musicals where you have segments of a... Uh, of sort of the movement, act. the, the movement. act or the movement. movement. We'll call we'll call it a movement yeah. just because. <laughs> sounds like you're talking about a poo. Yeah, it sounds. Like, <laughs> that is exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like a dude. That was a Gareth, Gareth, Gareth's latest. The sound of Gareth's latest movement. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an exceptional movement from Alan Jefferson. <laughs> You know, the, the, the way that movement just cut through the podcast just, like, <laughs> overtook everything that we were talking about. But, no, so that movement is called Live Forever. It's taken from the third side of a double LP, Alan Jefferson. The record is called Galactic Nightmare. I was, I was listening to it quite a lot last week, two weeks ago, after I saw it just uh, in the room, uh, in Gaz's record room, because it's got a really sort of striking and silly science fiction cover to it so I listened to a couple of sides and I thought I think what Gaz has played is really great but it's perhaps not like so representative of the record because what's funny about it is it's got this guy's from Hull right and he's got a really strong accent and he's just sort of I won't attempt the Hull accent well, Gaz is from not too far away from there well, he's but. trying these like delicate tones of like yeah. this very whispery voice trying to talk talk about the alien invasion so not too far off he's that's just, just doing my normal voice yeah exactly he's trying to be like he's like the Orson Welles of Hull <laughs> so yeah so to give you a bit more background of it it took six years for him to record it in his bedroom between 1979 and 1985 it was originally released C9, C90 cassette uh, via sci-fi and computer magazines and it kind of just got picked up by Stuart Lee according to the liner notes who then sent it to Johnny Trunk and they did a bit of like like digging and found it, and you know this is, you know this is the result of it. Is this beautifully packaged like double a LP very again. rare double LP for Trunk as well. I think it might be their only one I've ever <laughs> done. Like, but yeah, so go check it out. I think it might just be sold out everywhere, but I'm sure you can find, it, in find the shop. it somewhere. You know, but yeah, it is excellent. TrunkRecords.com if you want to find more. Cool. Well, next one from me, um, from a pretty well-known band, uh, Battles, are returning with maybe their, I'm going to say... Fourth? Yeah, exactly. I say fourth, I reckon, uh, Studio yeah. LP. Uh, the album's called La Di Da Di. I'd totally forgotten about these guys. It's just not great. Uh, are they on Warp still? Definitely were on Warp, weren't they? I think they are. Let's quickly, let me look. Yeah, that's all... Get back to you on that, um, but uh, uh, it's, it's so. This is the first song from their new album. It's called the Yabba, and I think it's pretty damn good. All right, let's hear it. Thank you. 
So there we go, that's the sounds of battles. Songs called The Yabba. Uh, it's from their terribly titled new album, La Di Dadi. Come on, guys! In like the universe of album titles, La Di Dadi. That, that's the that's the best you could do. La Di Dadi. It, oh, dreadful. I like the fact that on their SoundCloud they have hashtag La Di Dadi. Yeah, yeah, because that's a hashtag that's going to take off. It is. Well, I, I, you know, I've got faith in the hashtag Laddie Daddy. You're going to be well. We're going to use it to promote the podcast. So music should, podcast yes, hashtag yes, Daddy. So we shouldn't take the piss too much. But anyway, as as you said, they are signed to Warp Records. Uh, yeah, still think it's their fourth album. Um, sort of survived loss of one of their main band members a few years back um, to sort of carry on being a pretty great band. Um, yeah, only ever saw them live once. On the same day, I saw Aphex Twin and Kesha, and the one I remember most, Kesha. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Brilliant she was too. Weird thing about Battles, they're like one of those bands who were like quite big when they just appeared, and then I just totally forgot they existed. Yeah, but... Like yeah. For four years, so I'm Still glad. around, still good. And, and that is excellent. I don't know what it's been like between here and then, but you know... Yeah, they did the last in. record, it, um, uh, Tristram had it, my old housemate. Um, it's sort of got loads of like sort of confetti. Looks looks like a party popper in it, okay. and it's a good record. Oh, nice. Okay, I've got something much less enjoyable now to play, which is which is good for everyone involved. Uh, this is a band that, by the time that this podcast goes out, me and Anthony will have seen supporting Sun at David Burns Meltdown Festival, Southbank Centre here in London. This band is supporting them, like I say, and they're from Moscow, and they're called Furper, and they sound something like this.
think having this sort of live mixing stuff going on is just making me turn into a radio guy. It's like, it sounds something like this. <laughs> Six minutes, nowhere near long enough. No, that's it. So this is a band called Furpa and the track's called Emanating the Ret- Retinue of the Deity, which is uh, from an album called... Surely you can say that properly. Hey, you're kidding me. You're kidding me. <laughs> Emanating the Retinue of the Deity. I oh, see, at least you can read it. Uh, it's from an album called Troo... Trowo Fernag Ceremony and it's out on Editions Mago right now Um, the band the band uh, from as you could have probably told by the um, sort of Indonesian Southeast Asian throat singing they're from Moscow and Tibetan isn't it uh, yeah but it's like Buddhist Tibetan Buddhist exactly still Southeast Asian my friend that's a good point. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so they're, they're from Moscow and yeah, they perform tradition to better music using instruments and attire from the Bon religion, a precursor to Buddhism. I was thinking because of, um, I heard these guys before because Stephen O'Malley, he released a record on his label before they moved to Editions Mago who released Stephen Saylor record and he's been a big champion of theirs. And I think it's great, great music. But, you know, I'm, so I'm a little conflicted about how I feel about a load of like some Muscan dudes sort of donning some robes. And, Those damn Muscans. And, and singing to a... No, but how, like, how thing if it was like me and you like put on some robes and did like Japanese ceremonial music We've like been... really in a really serious avant-garde manner? I, I just... I, I feel like it's borderline racist. <laughs> okay, is this how you feel when you see people like whitey or any sort of white dub MCs like putting on proper Rastafarian accents kind of not because I think the white uh, MCs they're really open about it you know like here I am I'm a white dude like they're in the black culture these guys are sort of like robes on you'd never know that they weren't (laughs) you never know they weren't a Tibetan an actual person if it wasn't for the fact that you know that you know oh I don't know so it's the equivalent of whitey blacking up (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah exactly it's that precisely yeah it would be all different if whitey blacked up and then put on a Jamaican accent you know (laughs) with all the white producers (laughs) yeah so anyway so I'm not I'm not saying that I'm against it I'm just saying I don't know how to feel about it well if it if it makes you feel any better they did the guys in the band did study traditional ritual music And you know, at um, Fabrique of Cardinal Art in Moscow, yeah. uh, drifting away from the field of contemporary electroacoustic and industrial music, with the intent to delve deeper into the mm. ancient musical cultures of the ancient Egypt, Iran, and Tibet. Yeah, what is great is that what he can get behind is that obviously this sort of music is getting lost, and anything that brings music to people's ears that will otherwise never be heard anywhere else can get behind that exactly and the sort of the reaction of the live audience that we seem to have with us at this live recording seems that it's music for everyone yeah exactly who who couldn't get behind some throat singing so yeah so if you want more information furpa.bandcamp.com go check it out and we'll report back to you next week about what we think of them live I'm sure I've bought a record or two (laughs) next one from me gonna play uh, going from Tibetan throat singing to English rock it's Terminal Cheesecake, and this is from their new live uh, album, Cheese Brain Fondue.
the song's called Johnny Town Mouse uh, after the Beatrix Potter book, it seems, as I've uh, looked, as I've just found out two just seconds second ago. Two seconds ago. It's released by them in uh, 1988. Uh, a bit of background, Temple Cheesecake are a sort of cult English rock band from the mid to late 80s uh, on through to the mid to late 90s before they broke up and reformed a couple of years ago. Um, fantastic band, sort of known for being championed by John Peel. Sort of many did a, uh, many Peel, several Peel sessions. Played for me at the first Raw Power Festival. Were absolutely brilliant. And now that's their sort of first actual release. Yeah, I, the only thing I knew about them was that they played for you at some point, and they're sort of like one of those bands that you see on posters a fair bit. Did you see any of the shows that they've done three? Have done, that's done three. Yeah, that would involve me going to your shows, mate. You no. do come to my shows. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I haven't. I don't think I've seen them. Not, not to memory yeah. anyway. But no, great, riff, tastic. Yeah, really, really good. Um, they've got a full length of uh, new stuff coming uh, next year as well so something to look forward to yeah excellent and yeah I realise like all, all the tracks today are like going way long than usual like it will even continue to smash through the, even, the hour uh, ten one hour ten is about our usual now so we'll but, no longer call it one hour of music <laughs> blah, 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 yeah sod all that so yeah so I've got one from one of Brian and Anthony's favourite record labels, which is oh. Tramp, which is Tramp Records. See, <laughs> yeah, so he, he gets a giddy grin every time <laughs> I say that. And I always have a giddy grin when I'm next to you, guys. Oh, that's true, but um, yeah, so amazing, like very small village in Germany-based label put out loads of amazing. Funk Soul funk breaks. Oh my god, they uh, we've played them plenty on the podcast. Must just be nothing to do in this village apart from just like sit at home and listen to loads of soul and funk records uh, on, online, and then find out who who owns the rights and say, "Can I please release you?" Yeah, then just release the incredible <laughs> music. So, on the uh, I was I was just playing around on their Bandcamp the other day, like uh, tramprecords.bandcamp.com, and and realise that they sell loads of like second hand like funk and soul and disco and oh, all cool. this sort of stuff as well on there so yeah go and check it out if you desire um, this one though is one that's coming out in the next couple of weeks from them this is a reissue of something that's meant to be quite rare it's a, it's a band I'm not aware of before it's called Don McCaslin's Warmth Filth oh come on <laughs> no need for that you know but um <laughs> So, especially when I tell you the title, <laughs> yeah. the, the title of the track. Uh, so, this is a track from the best of the best of Don McCaslin's warmth out now on Tramp Records. The track is called "A Song the Children Dance To." <laughs> Sand my head, condense the clouds, the 
summer, sing the sun in, in the winter, praise the rain.
listen to that track, the more I love it. It's um, Don McCaslin's Warmth, and the track is called A Song the Children Dance to. It's taken from the record The Best of Don McCaslin's Warmth. I don't think I can say warmth any more times, yeah, to be I'll honest. I think that's it. I think it got Nice this. and smooth. It was, but the more I listen to that, the more I love it. It's a absolutely fantastic track. The, um, I was reading through all the biog, it's yeah, from the 1970s, that track. The guys are now based out in California, and I'll, I'll read you a little bit from the press release for that. Is um, today you can find Don's band, the Amazing Jazz Geezers, play at <laughs> play at Severino's Lounge in Aptos, California. The Geezers are not necessarily quotation marks amazing because of their musicianship. To become a amazing jazz geezer, one must merely be over seventy-five years of age, know over one thousand tunes written between nineteen thirty-five and nineteen fifty, and still be able to play a full gig. That's that's quite something. How do they test whether they know? Do they like they say, show me a thousand songs, and it takes weeks? Yeah, that's it. Each, <laughs> and they've got to play solidly through a thousand full songs of jazz songs as well. Seventy-five so percent of the applicants die in the, in the initiation. Seriously, process. if you start at seventy-five in a day, you're gonna die before you finish. Well, if the they audition. play like one minute of each one. And it's a thousand minutes. Well, it's weird because they do say about Don McCaslin's warmth that it is the most brutal, <laughs> brutal initiation process of any band in the 21st century. Christ, well... Uh... So, you thought it was nice and smooth and soft sort of lounge jazz. You haven't seen their fingers after they've played a thousand jazz tunes for Don. It's actually like a brutal like dictatorship. Is what is what Dobby Cousin is pushing. So avoid it at all costs. Well, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> next one from me is a new one from. Also similar to the last one is a sort of new old one. It's uh, the new release on Finest Keepers Records. Um, it is a reissue of a private press from the seventies uh, called. It's called In Alpha Mood. It's electronic music by Ami Shavit. Um, I don't really know too much about it apart from what I've just told you. Basically, um, Doug Shipton of Finest Keepers passed it on to me. Um, said that yeah, some private press music that they that kind of made its way to them by recommendation that they thought was brilliant, and they thought that they'd uh, yeah release it for our ears now. So here we go. Thank you. 
So there it is, Ami Shavat in Alpha Mood, a new release on Finest Keepers Records. Um, I don't think it's out yet, actually. So because uh, he gave you that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it might it might, might be out just now, oh. uh, but I'll have to maybe just take a look for a release date on that one. Certainly a pre-order coming from finderskeepers.com if you want I guess well finderskeepersrecords.com yeah exactly if not you'll find that you'll find it in shops or wherever you buy your records yeah well it's nice that you're playing a finders keepers because they're like they're my favourite label as as we've said a couple of times this year yeah so well I'm just like you did say like during that track or the track before like the record labels that we've played on this show have been like big Really, good really good labels. Finders Keepers, Trunk, Warp, Editions Mago, Tramp, Tramp, Mujisuku, and uh, that one you opened with. <laughs> that one you opened, the other that one. one you opened with at the start, which I can't remember. Not a big label. Uh, yeah. Our Love, I think it's called. It's a free download label. So we represent big and one small yeah. <laughs> on the podcast yeah. this week. And almost like we planned it, you know, labels don't come much smaller than this one. This is one that is just a self-release. So literally can't come much smaller unless they didn't exist. Um, we w- talked a lot recently about bands we saw in Milios and Amazing Portuguese Festival for new t- first-time listeners. This is one of those bands. We have played them on the podcast before. They're from Glasgow. This is Golden Teacher. <laughs> You want to listen? You want to talk? And tell me a story. A true one or a lie one. A true one or a lie one. For me now one, go to bed. Now me now one, see see. Me now one, go to bed. Now me now one, see see. But me got to catch them dead because them demons said Me, but me, yo, me go make your weed But me got to catch them dead because they demon said Me go make your weed Me go make your weed Shut up. Everything will shut up.
Everything was shut up, shut up. Everything was shut up. Everything was shut up, shut up. Everything was shut up. No, it no go matter because me make your way. Because me make your way. self-released EP, um, presumably called Golden Teacher. I haven't actually seen a title for it, but 
you know, I love that band. They sound like no one else really doing that's doing any sort of music at the moment. It's brilliant. Yeah, sort of. They seem to be like previously. I kind of thought they were more influenced by stuff like uh, Liquid Liquid and Devo and things like that. But they, now they've sort of taken on this dancehall influence that um, I think. Uh, like when we saw them live, anyway, they're playing about three in the morning, and we were pretty hammered. But it doesn't sound like but, us, mate. But judging by that, we thought like at the time we thought the dancehall stuff was the best. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I can get behind this. This is fun. Well, they had the, the, like that one with Dennis Bovell as well that we played on the podcast a couple of months back, and you know, so they've obviously got yeah, that. Golden inverse... Teacher meets Dennis Bovell at the Green Door. Indeed, I got it here because I played it on my Dandelion Radio Show for next month. But yeah, Dennis Dubmaster Bovell. And I was just saying that I saw Dennis Bovell supporting Steel Pulse at the Forum in um, Kentish Town a couple of months back. Absolutely brilliant. Same with my parents, bizarrely. But yeah, uh, he has one song called The Dubmaster, which is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Well, maybe we'll have to put it on after this podcast. Yeah, perhaps we do say that. Like most podcasts, we say, well, we'll play this afterwards and then <laughs> don't. Then food comes. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Nope, that's not, yeah. that's not done. Anyway, um, I think this would be. I was wanted to say something earlier, but didn't quite fit it in. That if you were listening to this podcast on Mixcloud, that you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, so you just get it directly to your phone every Monday morning. Uh, also, same with Pocket Casts and Acasts. Overcasts is an Android one, I think. Cool, and exactly. And if uh, yeah, Podcast Republic is where I get my podcasts. Oh, is it? Are we on there? Uh, Maybe. That's, that's not a time for you to be going, maybe. <laughs> I feel like I did show someone it on my phone once, but okay. I'm not sure. Um, well, and, there, there's nothing like commitment. And now. if you go on our new website, uh, independentmusicpodcast.net, it can give you all the information that you need about how to listen, how to subscribe. If you want to submit your music to us, the uh, show before last, we did just play a track from a submission because it was really good. Times. Sally, so if we send something we think it's really good, then we will definitely uh, well, try to get it on. Yeah, we'll played at least three songs that have been sent to us yeah so i'm going to close with um a new one new one coming from awesome tapes from africa it's by a chap called sk karaba tracks called goon um about the song it said that the uh, goon is the is the last song that's played at a funeral and essentially it's sort of like after the lamenting is over it's to sort of um get everyone on their feet and to start dancing uh, it says here the focus is on the women and how they run around the gil which is a thumb piano player and often to the surrounding areas. It is often the hottest, most intense part of the performance. So, yep, yeah, here it is. Yeah, and thanks for listening. Yeah.